morning. Welcome to Jesus in Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. We are making our way through Proverbs 31. So we have today, and then we have two more days um, of Proverbs, and then we are we are done with Proverbs. I can't believe we've gone all the way through Proverbs. Um, it's taken a while. Um, so I'm I don't know what I'm going to do next. <laughs> know where we'll go or what book of the Bible we're going to look at, but I'll have something figured out in a few days. Um, But this this section here, just like yesterday and the previous day, we are going to be looking at a virtuous woman, a virtuous wife, uh, the type of wife that King Lemuel should be pursuing and looking for in his life. Uh, Many of these character traits of a godly woman, a virtuous woman, also apply to men. They, they apply to just people in general. Um, but uh, definitely, definitely, um, young men who are looking for a wife, these are, these are things you should be looking for. Um, and women, you should be seeking to be this, be this way, and uh, carry these traits with you and set that example. Um, so verse 23 says, Her husband is known in the gates, when he sits among the elders of the land. Now, in the ancient world, and in this culture, it was not uncommon that at the gates of the city or town is where a lot of business transactions would take place. Okay, think of, think of the, the old man who would sit at the, the uh, corner store and you know talk about things and, and talk about life. And, and you think in our little town, the... The farmers, the old farmers who'd sit up there on the bench out front of the store and they'd just talk about everything, tell stories. They'd talk about the weather and the crops and all their business doings and share that information. Maybe some business happened out in front of that store too. Trades and and selling equipment and whatever else. It was similar to that here, but it was done at the gates. They would do it at the gates because if you had people coming from out of town, why make them walk all the way into town somewhere to meet? You could just meet there at the gate and then they could go back about their business, right? Or if they were bringing things to sell, they bring them at the gates. You purchase it, then you take the product where you need to take it. Don't expect the person to bring it all the way into the city. And so that was kind of the place to hang out. The idea here of the husband being known in the gates is the idea that he is well respected by the elders and the other men. They see him and have great respect for him. Okay? Now, how does this apply to the virtuous woman? The virtuous woman is seeking to make her husband and help him become more of a well respected man in the culture and society that they are living in. That's what a good, righteous, virtuous woman will do. That's also what a good man will do for his wife. He's going to speak well of her. This goes both ways here. But we're talking specifically about women in in this passage. So what she's doing is not tearing him down behind his back. She's actually lifting him up to other people. She portrays him as a very good and righteous man. Therefore, that builds his reputation. I've known over the years many many men and women who seem to just have this bitterness for their spouse and their openness to just speaking negatively about them to everyone around them. 
And they do it thinking that it, in some way it elevates their image and their reputation because that's the whole reason anyone tears anyone down, right? It's because in their mind they're thinking, if I can lower that person, it will elevate my status. It will make me feel better about myself to point out everybody else's faults. And it will make me feel more secure in myself to see other people as worse than me. Okay, And that's why people do that. And spouses do that to each other and thinking that that's the effect it's going to have, but it doesn't. It actually does the opposite. That's the irony of it. When you tear your spouse down, you're actually making yourself look worse, which is true in any situation. You talk about anybody, a wise person is going to look at you and say, well, you're the one who, who needs some work, not them. You're the one gossiping about them behind your back. But in the case of a married couple, you're just hurting your own image. They're your other flesh. They're what makes one flesh with you. And you're tearing them down. You're tearing yourself down too. You're only harming yourself. Not just them. You're hurting yourself. Build your spouse up in the, in the eyes of other people and it builds you up too. Okay? It helps both of you because you're in this life together. And uh, if you've got an issue and a bitterness with your spouse, you need to work through that. You've got to get through that. Don't go carrying that to other people and placing it on them. You're only going to harm their reputation, your spouse's reputation, which is going to harm your reputation. A godly spouse is going to lift up their counterpart, elevate them in the eyes of others so that both of you can go further in life and have greater influence for the, for the glory of God. All right, verse 24 says, she makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant. So we've already talked about how this virtuous woman is a hardworking woman. She puts forth her best effort, whatever she's doing, and she does it with joy in her heart. And in this case, this woman has made excess. And in her excess, she's able to, to become a, a business-oriented person to sell some of the excess that she has made for the sake of providing for the future of her family. So putting things away and, and saving money and having more money to be able to have things for her family as they grow to get them started in life. And that's wise as a parent, right? That's a good thing for a parent to do is plan ahead for their children, to have something for their kids one day, to give them a head start and a jump start in life. And doing uh, wise financial decisions and working hard and planning ahead is a good way to do that. Verse 25, strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. Now, some people look at this verse and think arrogance. This is, you know, this woman's becoming arrogant, and that's not at all what this is saying. What this is saying is that she has confidence in her future because of the wise planning she has done in the past, right? We just talked about that in verse 24. She's kind of planning ahead, putting, putting money away, planning ahead, working harder, doing extra work. She has nothing to worry about for the future because she's been wise in a practical sense. But not only that, the person who trusts in the Lord has confidence in the future, right? This godly woman, we've already talked about earlier in the passage, is seeking to put God first in her life, okay? To honor the Lord with her life. A person who does that what have you got to worry about? What have you got to fret over? God's in control, right? You are seeking to honor God. 
Come what may, God's got a purpose and a plan for it. So why are you worrying? You're not going to worry about anything. That's what verse 25 is saying. She has such confidence in God's promises and confidence in the practical wisdom she has displayed in her life that she has nothing to worry about moving forward in the future. She laughs at the time to come. She just, no stress, no anxiety. Okay, God's in control. I'm just going to continue working and finding joy in the things God has blessed me with and come what may. I'm not going to fret over it because God is working for my good. He's not working against me. I love the Lord and come what may, if it's a challenging time, it's to teach me and to help me grow and and God's got a purpose in it. So she has strength and dignity. She wears it like clothing. So she lives that out in her life. She doesn't just say, I have strength and dignity. She acts like she has strength and dignity. And she doesn't worry about the future. And that's a good character trait for a person to have. Lift up your spouse. Elevate them. Encourage them. And encourage others to see the good in them. Work ahead, plan ahead in life. Think about the future. Think about how what you do today impacts your children and grandchildren tomorrow. And wear strength and dignity. Be proud of who you are and what God has given you in life. And find joy in working hard for others and for the Lord, the two greatest commandments. And don't worry about tomorrow. God's working for your good. All things work together for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. This virtuous woman understands that. She's not going to stress about tomorrow because she knows God has it in his hands. Thank you for joining me. Stay blessed. Seek first the kingdom of God, and I will see you again tomorrow. Bye.